Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Okay, welcome to What is the Point? And oh, we're back after a little week hiatus, a little, little <laughs> planned, unplanned. Little, whoa, I mean, everything is planned God's to our plan. creator. God's, God's, plan. Plan. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. <laughs> yep. And that is Will, who you're hearing right over here. What up, guys? Back from Florida with a fresh tan and a fresh fade. If you guys wow. don't know who I am or what I look like, <laughs> this is... <laughs> The tan is looking right. <laughs> and we're here with Heather. Hello. My tan is a spray tan. So. <laughs> I have a farmer's tan. So oh, wow. I'm just, you know, here we go. But um, do you think if we lined up, like we'd all be like different shades? Like yes. just gradually. It's, it's like the um, the emojis that you send. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold down. You can choose the color balance. And I, I just realized like the safest color to choose is the orange. I just feel like it's the safest one. The jaundice looking one. Yes, the one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. That's hilarious. Except yours is a little dark. You, you got a, you're light skin. Yeah. I, you're like very I, Drake. I need to move it back. Just, yes, I. Uh, yeah. Everybody want to be us. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stealing hey. your culture. Here we go. All the emojis. <laughs> Unbelievable. But it's not what we're talking about today. No, no. I'll all. give you grace for that. It's thank, fine. You. Thank, it's you. Fine. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's grace for grace that. Grace upon grace upon grace. So uh, today we're not talking about this just because we missed last week's podcast nope. and hundreds of people wrote in about how angry they are with us and just how dissatisfied. <laughs> messed up your whole Friday. And how? Yeah. Not, you know. It, and that's okay. Um, but we are talking a little bit about how to uh, is, uh, giving grace. Giving what does grace. that look like? Can we even give grace? What is, uh, what even is that? I thought okay. we were talking about saying grace. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that too. I think both are important. I, I was ready to eat. I was prepared for a meal. <laughs> that's awesome. So we're, we're talking a little bit about grace. So I'm glad you brought that up, Will. Um, what I, I mean, what, what is grace and what does that look like? Yeah. Well, that's certainly an aspect of that. And I'll let Will cover that. But um, I guess on that. totally I had. I else. <laughs> like actually don't pass that one to me because <laughs> I already said all I had. Um, yeah. So grace, I think is I mean, there's obviously multiple different definitions, but I think if we're speaking just like biblically and even relationally with those around us. Um, grace is just this undeserving favor, right? So it's this, um, maybe it's not, um, maybe we don't think that they deserve <laughs> our grace, or maybe we don't think that, um, <clears throat> every time I drink coffee in here, I get, you know, my throat gets a little, stop drinking coffee. I should, um, I'll wow. give you some grace on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, it's just this undeserving favor. And, um, you know, as a Christ follower, I think grace is just such an essential part of who God is and, and his character and such an essential part of our relationship with him, right? It's the by grace through faith that we get to mm. have that relationship with God. Um, and what I love mostly about God's grace is that it's not dependent on our acts. 
Uh, but it's just solely the fact that he desires to gift it to us. And I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more of that later, but I guess just for, um, just to kind of start the conversation, it is just that undeserving favor. Yeah. I, uh, I knew you were going to go that route. Yeah. And so I looked up another scripture. Will disagrees. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't disagree. <laughs> I didn't disagree. I didn't disagree. But when, like, when I was researching this, it's like, it's like, when I look at the scriptures, it's almost like there's like two definitions of grace. And when you, you know, it's like, okay, the unmerited favor of God. Okay. Like I didn't get what I deserved. Like, okay, I've heard that, you know, yeah. grace. Mm-hmm. and stuff. But then when you look at like what Paul says and he's like, okay, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness or by mm-hmm. the grace of God, I am what I am. And for his grace towards me was not in vain. Like it's almost like a, a power. Like it's almost like this mm-hmm. lifestyle of like being able, like this fuel that you have mm-hmm. uh, instead of maybe like a characteristic, like, oh, you're so grace filled you're so you know forgiving and so kind and or whatever that is but it's almost like this grace is a a power for living life hmm. uh, as you're walking through it. It's, it's almost how Paul looks at it. And you look at the story of Paul being in prison and like him just knowing that no matter how bad things got, I'm still not getting what I deserve. Mm. And that was like one of those things yeah. that like fueled him and, and wow. that he was able to build on and keep going and, and continue to do what God called him to do for his life. So wow. uh, I look at grace as like, yeah, obviously that, that, that unmerited favor, but also mm-hmm. it's just a power that we can Cool. walk through if our perspective changes. Wow. You know? I like that because sometimes I think we will think of grace as a weakness. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not, right? You know, can I just... Grace is a perfume that you can splash on your sins to, you know, um, <laughs> just oversmell the stench of your sin. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not it at all. Um, but I do like that because usually when you think of grace... I'll think of it of one of two ways. Either you think like you're too far gone, so you dismiss it, mm-hmm. or you know we take it for granted when you abuse it. <laughs> you know, yes. so and usually when it's too far, it's somebody else. They yeah. des- they kind of don't even deserve it. Right. But when it's us, it's always <laughs> like you know, well, you know, it's there to be used, right? Um, and both of those are actually like on opposite ends of the same problem, which is just like we view grace as a weakness, mm-hmm. like it's not actually powerful. And um, like it's too weak to rescue us and uh, too weak to transform us, right? It's both it's both ends of that spectrum. But it, you know what I love is that like God's grace has enough power to forgive us and to free us. Like it actually mm-hmm. has both. It can transform us and it can free us from whatever that is. Yeah. And the thing I like that we obviously haven't even mentioned yet is um, that it, like we haven't even talked about if this grace is for us or if it's for somebody else. Because it doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And uh, the thing that I do know, and I kind of liked about both definitions, is it's undeserving and it's unfair. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And yep. usually, usually, like when I think about unfair, like I think about that as a bad thing. Yeah. Like that's you know something in all of us. We we want things to be fair some of the time. <laughs> but I'm only concerned about fairness when my piece of the pie is smaller than yours. Totally. <laughs> but like, it's cool. It's cool. Unfair is cool when my piece is bigger though. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that that's kind of how it works. But I do like that. Um, I, I don't know. I like this thought of grace just being unfair. That's mm-hmm. what I, that's what I always think of. Um, and I, I don't know. So one of the things that kind of leads me to this next question is, can grace be given or is grace just, is it just, it is? Mm. Like, I, I'm just, I'm curious yeah. because I know that, uh, or can grace be given by us? I, I don't know. That That's where I'm like, yeah. well, or, or is it just to be received or uh, yeah. lots of questions. 
I mean, I, I, that's a good question. I don't think I really thought of it as deeply as that of like, can you give it or is it just what it is? I think, I mean, naturally I would say yes, that it can be given or at least that we should make the effort to be able to give it. Um, because the fact is that it's not always easy to give grace and, I think sometimes you feel like, you know, maybe this person like doesn't deserve grace. They don't deserve favor. They don't deserve my forgiveness. But like that's that's great because by definition, like Christ follower or not, none of us do. Right. And Mm -hmm. so if none of us do, then all of us do. And um, I just think that, you know, if you ever find yourself in a position where you're not sure that you have what it takes to show grace or to give grace, Um, I guess just knowing that you are as undeserving as they are and um, the grace that we receive, you know, vertically is the same grace that we can give horizontally. And that's not saying that like, oh, well, like I'm just like, I'm Jesus. So, you know, we talked about that on the last podcast is like, the problem with that is like, you are not Jesus, but you're not that guy. guy. But the point is, you know, it's the, it's the metaphor of the well. Like if you're constantly going back to the well, then, you know, you have more water to give out. And I feel like that's how I view grace is, you know, I'm constantly asking God for more grace because I need it. I, I, I need it just as much today as I did the first day that I asked for it. And I know that the longer that I am in marriage, the longer that I have friendships, that I have community, that I have family, I am going to need to be extending that same grace that I ex- that I expect and need, um, but don't deserve. So I, I mean, I guess naturally I would say it can be given, <laughs> but I don't know how easy it is. Yeah, I, I like the way that you pose it. It's almost like an invitation and an overflow, yeah. right? So you keep going back to the well. Mm-hmm. But when I think about like me going to the well, I think a lot of us think about this like, perfect bucket that's mm. you know big enough for us to carry to the destination that we want and then we pour mm-hmm. the whole bucket out yeah but it's not like that we go to the well and we've got this bucket with holes all on the <laughs> yeah. bottom and we're just we're bringing it it's slashing around and by totally. the time we get to our destination there's like a quarter of a cup left <laughs> yeah which is great yeah. because what actually happens one it's like oh i just realized i need to go back to the well yeah. which is great but i think too what we'll start to realize is Everybody that we came in contact with, everything that we passed, all the mm. the water that, all the grace that spilled out of us on our journey wow. to the destination has grown and has received life wow. and has gotten refreshed because of it. I love that. And it's just, you know, it's interesting because we just have these straight line edges of how things work and how totally. it should go, but that's not it. Hmm. Right. No, I... Uh, I agree. I think, uh, and just going back to the question, the uh, like, can it be given? Yeah, I think I think it should be. And uh, here, here, my thought process is: grace giving is giving others permission to be God's work in progress. Hmm. Uh, you know, to, so to just, I don't know. I think I'm losing my words here, but more of like, how can we do that? And I just think of like situations like with my words, right? I think Mm -hmm. of just like, okay, how can I show grace to people? Like, I think it should be given, but most of the time I don't know how to. Like, you know, it's it's real easy for me to fly off the handle and to to be a jerk. You know what I'm saying? But like with my words, in Proverbs it says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stir up anger. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, here's one way that I can give grace. 
with my words, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with forgiveness, with maybe even letting a situation go, mm-hmm. uh, you know, moving forward. Like these are things that I can give grace for. Like, yeah, maybe that person does deserve uh, maybe my attitude or does deserve me to uh, be angry with them or to. But let me find an opportunity to extend grace in this moment to where, yeah, it, it, it may not be fair. <laughs> but for me to uh, have to maybe like put up with this or whatever, right. but uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to extend that grace anyway. So yeah, I, I can get for sure can be given. Just got to find ways to do it. I think that's the hard part. It's like mm-hmm. finding ways to do it in your workplace, in your home, in your day to day life. It's like, how, how can I extend grace mm-hmm. during these everyday moments? Yeah. It, uh, extend. I like that. And <laughs> I often do think in order to give something, you got to (laughs) receive. So it's like if we haven't received grace, how in the world are we going to start to give grace or extend grace? Or how in the world are we going to be overfilled with grace that it just comes out of us naturally, right? And I do think that what's so important is understanding that our inner transformation starts before our outer landscape changes. Mm. So like that, like inward when we receive grace like that has to be the first thing before we um, are able to dish anything out to anybody else around us um, for anything to change Um, so I I, you know and that's just it's a kind of a catch-22 but that's sort of the way how it works but so if we can give grace if we can extend grace if it can be an overflow right however you want to look at that um, because we're, you know, obviously we're not God, so we don't, we, we didn't create grace, but we can transfer it. Totally. I bet, right? So <laughs> if, if that can happen, how much should be, how much should be accepted? How much should be extended? How much should be dished out? Yeah. How much can we own? Like, yeah. who, what does that look like? Is that even the right question to ask? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know either. And I don't, <laughs> I don't make the rules. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I just, I really do like that analogy of grace being a gift because I think it's just such an easy way for us to understand, um, because we're, we're used to that, right? We're used to receiving gifts and giving gifts and, and whatever that might be. But I think when we think about that analogy, it's important because it shows us the characteristics of grace. And it's exactly what you're saying. Like the first thing is that, you know, a gift is different from a loan, right? Whereas sure. if you're if you're giving me a gift, that doesn't require anything on my end except for like a thank you and maybe like a note if you're into that sort of thing. But a loan, that requires like repayment or return, you know? And I think for so many of us, that's what's so hard to grasp about that grace from from God is just like, well, one, we know that we don't deserve it and we haven't earned it. So that is already hard enough. But two, it's like, I I feel like I need to repay this, but I couldn't possibly. And like, so I think that's hard for us, but um, nothing is owed in return when, when you're talking about grace. And it's exactly what you're saying, John, is like, first, you have to be able to understand and to receive that because you'll never be able to give it if you don't receive it. Um, I think, you know, the, the second characteristic of, of grace and, and if we're carrying on, you know, with the gift analogy is that there's no cost to the person who receives it, you know, it's free to the person who receives it, but the person that gives that grace or gives that gift, they're the one who bears the expense, which, I mean, when you think about the gospel and you talk about grace as a, as a Christ follower, like Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice and, 
it is through that sacrifice that we get to have that relationship. And so it's just like, it's so, I mean, I, you know, I've been a Christ follower for like four or five years now and I still cannot wrap my head around that. And, and I never will be able to, you know, but I just, um, when I think about that, I think that makes it easier for me to understand just how loved I am and just how much grace I have. And therefore I'm like, okay, I do have enough grace to give. Like if, if that is the sacrifice that, paid for my sins, paid for my debt, and therefore is the grace that I received, then like, yeah, let me give this out. Like, that's just, you know, the coolest thing ever. Um, and so I'm kind of rambling now, but I, I do feel like once we realize, like John said, and just being able to receive that um, and know that we are all as equally undeserving, <laughs> I think that helps us be able to just really see the perspective that we do have enough grace to give. And I love what John said of like, it, it can look messy and it can look nothing like we thought it does. But as long as we are spilling that grace everywhere we go, I think that everybody's going to be better for that, including ourselves. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I have nothing to add to that. Pop uh, <laughs> you know, off and do that. Well, you know? <laughs> I, she said. I like this question. Uh, in, in a real world situation, I was meeting with somebody um, probably a few months back and they were going through a divorce. Um, his, his wife cheated. Uh, it, you know, it's messy. It's trying to figure out how to navigate that and understand that. And, you know, it's almost can be seen as like, he's the one that holds all the power to do I give mm. grace or do I not? And it's like, you know, um, it's tough. And so he asked me the question, how much grace should I give? Oh. And is it possible to give too much? Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Um, one, I don't know if that's the right question to ask. Yeah. Um, but two, I think, I, I think the answer is no. Is it possible to give too much? Absolutely not. And it was never yours to give in the first place. Right. But owe to grace, be the debtor, right? Like, mm. <laughs> like when have you ever received too much grace? <laughs> You're like, I can't remember a time that happened. Well, but I do remember that I received just enough. Mm. Um, it kind of reminds me of a story of like, um, you know, there's these two kids that are playing on the farm, right? And one of the kids, let's call him Little Will. Wow. wow. Little Will. Little Will. He got... Uh, <laughs> He, you know, he, he got like, um, what are those things called? A little slingshot. And he's just shooting rocks all around. Kind of like little things. David and Goliath, right? <laughs> just, you know, shooting those around. And terrible aim. All right. But he's playing with his sister, wow. Heather. And they were little, sorry, little Heather. And little Heather. Little yeah. huh, All right. And he, yeah, he's shooting that little slingshot all around. And, you know, he accidentally um, missed his target. And he uh, he killed one of the chickens. Whoa. Oh, yeah, man. I know it's pretty messed up. Dinner, and, dinner. That's what I was going right? to say. But you know, it, it, you know, like honestly, his mom like loved these chickens, and they used them for eggs. They weren't ready to kill him. Mm. All those things. So what does he do? Uh, hides it. Yeah, he's a little. He, obviously, he's like, I don't want to get in trouble right now, right? My but father, left the, son. Yeah, but the problem <laughs> is, the problem is, his sister saw. So mm. his sister's like, I'm going to tell on you. Snitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's well, you know. Um, so the whole time, right, like little Heather would be told like, hey, come do the dishes. And Heather would go to Will and be like, yeah, but you killed the chicken. Totally. So the Will would be like, okay, I'll go do the dishes. I'll go do the dishes. Absolutely. 
All right, and I'm just, I'm just pulling out character uh, <laughs> things yeah. for both of you, okay? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, that, and that would happen over all over. You got got a couple more chores that Heather needs to do, but Heather would be like, well, I'm going to tell about the chicken if you don't do these. So, we, you know, eventually Will got to the point where it's like, dude, I just can't even live this way. Like, I just, I, I'm getting blackmailed like crazy. He's like, I'm just going to go tell my mom that I killed the chicken. <laughs> and uh, by the time he does, his mom's like, oh, I know. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, I saw the whole thing. <laughs> she's like I was just wondering how long it would take for you to like finally um, oh, wow. fess up yeah. and it's just interesting because it's like how, how long are you gonna let your sin be your slave yeah. like mm. it's just like how long are we gonna keep trying to earn it keep trying to prove it keep trying to hide it at what point in time are we just like I, I just think it might be better if I receive it mm-hmm. wow. if I just receive that grace and like how much should we dish out uh, however much is needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How uh, how much should we receive? However much you need. Mm-hmm. Like how much should we own? However much y- you got to own. Like that. I, it's just so interesting that we we will always play this binary measuring game with God mm-hmm. of like, well, I feel like I've I've done more good than bad. I feel like I've I've paid my dues. I've earned it just enough to be able to receive this much. And it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. If we want to play that game, we will always lose. <laughs> and just understanding what that looks like in our life because, yeah, we've all killed that chicken. We've all sinned, right? We've mm-hmm. all made that mistake. We've all done that thing that we're like, why do I keep doing it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Eventually, I feel like this well is going to run dry of grace mm-hmm. and I, I'm not going to deserve it. But I guess I'll take just a little bit this time so that there's more left for next time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but just understanding that that's not how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, grace is like a river and it keeps flowing. And so kind of one of my, my last things that I'm, I'm interested in is, uh, and I kind of alluded to some of this, but like, can you ever have too much or like, what does it look like to abuse that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of just like the push and pull and it's like most things where it's, you know, a balance, um, because there is, you know, that infinite grace through Christ alone, but there is also truth. And oftentimes if you've been around church, you know, any amount of time you you've heard that, right? The grace and truth. And so um I think it is important because while, you know, John, you were you were saying this, like we all have things that we're like, why do I keep doing this thing? Or this is I keep getting hung up here or, you know, and I think sometimes um we use <laughs> grace as kind of like a crutch of like, but there's grace. So there were times really when I was kind of just thinking about, you know, pursuing a relationship with Christ and started coming to church, but I was still hung up on these few things that deep in my soul, I knew were not serving me, were not serving others, but, but grace, right? It's like, oh, I just keep doing this thing or I keep going to this place or seeing this person, but you know, but there's grace too. And I think I I saw something sometime that just like really put things into perspective for me. And it said that grace is a safe place for sinners, but it's not a safe place for sin. And that really changed things for me because I realized in that moment of like, yes, I do have grace like as a sinner and there is grace extended to me and therefore I can extend that out. But when it comes to the point where I am like consciously making decisions, knowing that this isn't what's best for me, 
but just knowing that, well, like ultimately there's grace and I can ask for forgiveness there. Like, okay, that then I'm fine. Like I'm lacking so much truth there and there's really no growth there either. Um, and so I, I don't, I don't think that necessarily there can be too much. It's exactly what you're saying, John, of it's exactly how much you need, but also there has to be truth there too. And there has to be, you know, the, the second side of that coin where yes, there is grace for the situation, but also how do I get better? How do I grow? How, like, what next steps do I need to be taking to make sure that I don't need as much grace in this area as I used to? Right. Um, and that's where community is so important and where, you know, having other people in your life as accountability that you can say like, you know, this is an area that I'm struggling or this is an area that I'm trying to get better in or whatever. And just inviting people into that. Um, I think that is just such a great example of what we're called to do as Christ followers. And I'm so, so, so thankful looking back on the last, you know, four or five years that in that moment when it was really hard and it was really uncomfortable and really vulnerable, that there were a few people that I could invite in and say like, I need your grace here. I need God's grace here, but I also need accountability and I also need truth. And I'm just so thankful that I did that um, and that I don't need as much grace in some of those areas that I that I used to. I still need a lot of grace <laughs> in other areas, but um, maybe just not as much as I did um, in the beginning. Yeah, hearing you talk, I was just thinking of like, okay, we talk about like grace being this free gift, but it 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 was it's free to us, but it it did cost something. Yeah. Right. And I think this having that appreciation of what God did with his son on the cross is like, so like, like the cross to a lot of people is like a symbol. It's a, it's a thing you look about at Easter, but I think it's the very foundation of God's grace. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I have this memory like in my (laughs) head, but like, I remember going to someone's house and we're having barbecue or whatever. And I just remember taking a ton, ton of like uh with paper towels i just remember just taking a ton of paper towels <laughs> yeah. off the roll it's expensive. And it, it, they're, they're, exactly like yeah. like it, like i was taking a ton of them and i'm ripping them the wrong way so it's not like a clean rip it's like half like diagonal <laughs> rip type deal. Yeah. I, yeah but i'm like it's not mine were you younger uh no uh, <laughs> uh first off no excuses no. yeah no. i was just gonna say when you're younger you don't no. know how much those things cost no but i like and someone was just like hmm got a lot for someone who didn't pay for him. I was like, Ooh. yep, that's for sure. Wow. And so he was just definitely just busting me. But like, it yeah. was just one of those things where I like, I don't know why I thought about it in this moment. But yeah. like, for me, those napkins and those paper towels were free, but for him, they cost something. Mm-hmm. And I would like, in my house, I don't do that at my house. Right. I, take, I take one, I take two, and I use it from there. Totally. And so I think just having that appreciation for what Christ did on the cross uh, changes our mindset of grace. It's just like, okay, I don't want to just spoil this. I don't want to just mm. abuse this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just use this like frivolously, frivol- mm-hmm. frivol- sparingly. We willingly? know what you well, mean. You know what I meant. Frivolously. Thank you. Fri- thank you. Yeah. Good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, recklessly. There we yeah, go. There you go. Uh, we don't want to just use this, you know, uh, but we want to appreciate that. Okay. Like I can go to Jesus for this. Why? Because of what he did on the cross for That's me. Right. Um, you know, when we have that scripture, but God demonstrated his own love for us while we were still sinners, Christ mm-hmm. died for us. Like we mm-hmm. remember that. And then we remember, okay, grace is that thing I didn't deserve. Okay. What didn't I deserve to be on that cross? That penalty, that weight of sin, mm-hmm. like just having that mindset and that appreciation. And so when we have that, it's like, oh man, I, no, I can't have too much because of, you know, Christ paid it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have all of this. And then when it comes to giving it to other people, it's like, oh wow, I 
have a lot to spare. Mm. Like I have a lot of, I have a lot access to access, you know, and mm-hmm. I have a lot to be able to give out because of what Christ did on the cross. Yeah. I, I think we're all on that journey of grace and we'll fit somewhere in that spectrum. I, I think there's a few different spots we can land. One, um, I think I've landed in this before that grace is amazing to those who receive it, but it's offensive to those who think they deserve it. <laughs> like we've all been there, right? Jesus' grace is both amazing and offensive. And uh, <laughs> it's never been about your great life, mm. um, but it's always been about God's great love and just mm. understanding how to, how to hold that intention. I think we've also been on another spot, that spectrum where grace is easier to receive than to reflect. And like grace, mm. it truly shows some hidden motives in our heart. And I think it's easier to receive grace than to watch others receive grace. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, when I receive it, wow. When others receive it, I don't think that's what they need. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you've ever been they there. They need a little you know, more truth. Right, yeah. And then I think, I think that hopefully uh, as a mature Christian, we can get to the spot that we understand that like my, si- my sin is guilt's greatest weapon or it's grace's most powerful story. Mm. Right, like this is like forgiveness isn't this conditional contract. Jesus didn't stretch out his arms and say, Father, forgive them if. <laughs> like, oh, wow. it's just it, accept grace, not guilt, and face the past. Don't fear the past. Not uh, dealing with our past robs us of our future. To say, God, yeah. whatever it is that I feel like I've done, you've got more than enough grace to make this a powerful story. And for me to be able to accept or receive this and reflect this, and to me never to never to shortchange it in such a way where I feel like I deserve it. Mm. And I think that we're all somewhere on that journey. I know I am mm-hmm. of understanding what part and what peace grace plays in my life. And that sometimes I can't feel guilty about being on a different spot on this journey because every spot has shaped me into the person that I am today. And just understanding that all of it is important, all of it's necessary. One spot isn't better than the other, although Mm -hmm. um, we hope that we can always continually be growing in how we reflect and extend and own that grace in our lives and to those around us. And so um, here's what I say, grace and peace. Grace and peace. Grace and peace to our listeners. And uh, if there's anything that you want, you know, like a quick counseling sesh with Will or Heather, um, <laughs> again, you can always email us at what is the point at northpointchurch.tv and they'll respond promptly. Eventually. And, Eventually. And Give us grace if we very don't. Gracefully. Give us grace if, give us grace if <laughs> we don't. So, <laughs> what's, the, what's the bedtime, Grace? Was it now I lay me down to sleep? And that the Lord some, my soul to keep. Yeah. That sounds like a. It's a bedtime that's, prayer, though. That sounds really. like a WWE. Um, who is that Undertaker? Oh. Uh, yeah. Like, say, <laughs> looking back on it, it's like, if I should die before I wake, I pray with the Lord for my soul to take. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's dark. It's it's dark. It got dark, but yeah. it's like guys, the same time. Guys, I will say this. It's always darkest before the dawn. And so, uh, Batman? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I hope we wrap that up in a pretty bow for you. But uh, Grace, if not. Grace, if not. We love you guys. <laughs> See you next week. See you.